Hello, welcome back to Shelf Care. I'm Maddie. And I'm Claire. We are so excited for this week's episode. We're going to get into a beginner's guide to fantasy and just talk through all our fantasy recommendations, especially if you're new to the genre and looking to get into it. But also, these are just fantasy books that we think everyone should read. Before we get into that, though, let's um, give some life updates. So, Claire, what's going on with you? Well, I moved back home to Arizona for a month, just in between school sessions. I was living in Utah by Maddie. And I was like, ooh, I miss my family. And so I drove home one day in Pulse. It's fine. I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's been really fun seeing my family and my siblings. And my brother moved back home. And so we're all together under one roof. And it's been really fun. Yeah, it sounds like a party just all the time over there. It is. Well, that kind of ties into my life update. Um, Devin and I just signed a lease to move to Scottsdale. Yeah, so down by Claire's family at the beginning of October. So we're very excited, a little nervous. We're going to miss all our friends in Utah, but we're super excited to not have a winter and just explore a new place. So it's so fun. You're going to love it. Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, okay, next, maybe let's go into our current read. Yeah. Okay, what are you reading? Okay, I was reading Crescent City, and the rumors are true. It is a lot of world building, the first yeah. lot of it. Um, I'm, like, just now barely getting to plot, and I'm, like, 200 pages in. Oh, my gosh. It's kind of rough, so I'm like, mm, Serpent in the Wings of Night? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I'm reading that right now, and I'm, like, 75% done with it. I read, like, 15% last night, and oh, it was... Nice so good the only thing is the there's like humans and vampires you know because mm-hmm. it's fantasy yeah and the humans sometimes like sacrifice their bodies for blood for vampires <laughs> because the vampires rule the world or whatever yeah so that's kind of weird sometimes yeah sometimes you really just have to get over things like that like carden's <laughs> tail it's so weird but you're like carden has a tail oh my gosh that's yeah, amazing it's weird at first but then you just you get over it my well I guess it's not a current read because I finished it I just finished the fourth book in the throne of glass series called queen of shadows and I like got to a good stopping point at like midnight last night and I was like okay I'm just gonna go to bed and stop reading and not stay up all night and not ruin my sleep schedule for this and it'll be great. And then I laid awake and I couldn't fall asleep, couldn't fall asleep, just was not getting tired. I finally look at my phone. It's been like a full hour that I've just been laying there trying to fall asleep. And so I finally was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to read my book. And so then I stayed up until three and finished the book. And it was Like, the ending went so crazy. My jaw was on the floor. Like, I was agape just at <laughs> how crazy some of these things were. It was so good. I was, like, live texting um my friend Michaela 
You met Michaela. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to Michaela. She's my throne of glass girly. And I was live tweeting my reactions to her. And I was like, oh my gosh, this just happened. And <laughs> this morning she texted me and she was like, I hope you got some sleep. And I was like, kind of. Well. Oh, another thing we wanted to do at the beginning of our episodes is shout out a creator on Instagram or TikTok that like a, a book influencer that we've, you know, enjoyed their content. This week, we wanted to shout out Zoran. Her handle is at Zoran underscore Z-O-R-A-N-N-E underscore. And she is actually a big reason that I started reading as much fantasy as I have been reading over the last year plus. I started reading Brandon Sanderson and obviously that really got me back into fantasy. But then like in the midst of that, I saw a video that Zoran did on TikTok that just came up on my For You page and she was going through kind of her beginner's guide to fantasy and I got so many recommendations from that and it really just started my obsession with the genre and I just love all of her recommendations. I trust anything she says. She's All of them are so good. They really are, yeah. Every time I like read something she recommends, like, That was the best book I've ever read. Yeah, yeah. No, she's She's amazing. Yeah. Okay, last kind of intro segment that we want to do is we have a list of 32 book boyfriends, and we'll post our full bracket on Instagram probably. But yeah, we want to each week do a bracket and narrow down who would be the best boyfriend. Yeah, our ultimate book boyfriend is. So... For the I first told this to my brother, rounds. and he was like, "Well, who would win in a fight?" And I was like, "No, that's not the point. <laughs> no, that's not what we're it's, talking who's about. Who's gonna be the best boyfriend?" And he's like, well, "Okay, yes. yeah, but who would win in a fight?" It's like Cole. We don't care. We don't care. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Cole. So yeah, for the first round, Claire has a random number generator, and we're just gonna pick two random book boyfriends and debate. Okay, this one okay. is kind of wild. We have Mr. Darcy. Okay. And Zuko. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so two emo boys. Two emo boys, yes. Um, here's the thing. I am gonna have to say Mr. Darcy. And I'm gonna have to say Zuko. Oh, okay. Well, we have to come to a consensus. That's so true. Oh, this is gonna be so hard. Here's the thing. Um, what if I've never watched Pride and Prejudice? the truth no. comes out oh my gosh okay we know need to watch Pride scene. and Prejudice that's the pretty hand iconic scene. okay so they're actually kind of similar in that they're both very guarded about their feelings and then go through this gorgeous redemption art where you just absolutely fall in love with them by the end oh I will say maybe it's just because Zuko is literally a child in the Avatar series. That's all I've interacted with him (laughs) as. But I I feel like Mr. Darcy just like can get it, you know? Like he's just a man and he will like take care of me and (sighs) I just love him. Oh, Claire, I can't believe you've never seen it. You need to watch it. But yeah. I am going to have to say Mr. Dirt. Like, he does so much behind the scenes to just, like, be a really good person Aww. and be amazing. And I love him. Okay. Cool. I don't know him, so. What's your argument for Zuko? Ooh. He is a child, so that's that's hard. To... 
We can talk about adult Fire Lord Zuko. Adult Fire Lord Zuko. Okay. I mean, he is very sweetie cutie. He is. But I don't, like, is he as sweetie cutie as Mr. Darcy? Zayden, he, like, does sweetie cutie things. Mr. Darcy does sweetie cutie things for Elizabeth, like, constantly. Okay, well then maybe... And he, like helps her family, and is just the best person in the world. And Zuko, granted he is a child, doesn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. So. So we go Mr. Darcy? Yes, we'll go Mr. Darcy. Cole's gonna be so mad at me. (laughs) Well, Cole needs to watch Pride and Prejudice. I need to watch Pride and Prejudice. You need to watch Pride and Prejudice. Next time you're in Utah, we'll watch it. It's on Netflix now. It, oh, it's the most beautiful movie in the whole world. I have never seen the 1995. No, so the the 1995 BBC, like, I think it's a mini series. There's like six plus hours of content. Oh. And I have never watched it because it's very divisive. Like, whether you like the 1995 or the 2005 one with Keira Knightley. I've never watched the 1995 one. People love it because it's so much more accurate, which I really can get behind. I love an adaptation that is accurate to the source material. However, what I have heard from people who have seen both is that the 1995 version favors accuracy at the cost of emotional, you know, yeah, like almost artistry and just the emotions that it evokes in you like it is much more stale from what i've heard don't attack me if i'm totally wrong and you love the 1995 version and it makes you sob but the 2005 one and i've read the book and you know it's not a total exact match right but in my opinion it captures the emotional essence of the story and that is so much more important to me especially with a story like this and so I love the 2005 version. I think every aspect of it is just gorgeously, beautifully, perfectly done. And it I just love it so much. And I will not hear any slander. I love Keira Knightley. I love all of them, honestly. They're all perfect. Okay. So we need to watch it. Yeah. Cool. So Mr. Darcy moves to the next round. Woo-hoo! That's official. It's official. <laughs> we'll do an us bracket and a listener bracket, and we'll have people vote. And yes, we'll I Okay, let's get into today's topic. So we are just going to be talking about kind of the genre of fantasy. I'm going to do a little more broad fantasy, and then Claire's going to go more into romanticy as kind of a subgenre. But First, we wanted to start off by talking about why we love the genre. And for me, I think fantasy is a really fun escape from the real world. But also, I have seen where it gives the author so much more license to explore whatever ideas they want, like character development, complex and dynamic relationships, social commentary, politics. And it, I, what I have seen is that fantasy settings give the author more free reign to make the statements that they want to make. So for me, the magic systems and the world building, I love both of those things in their own right. But I also really appreciate how they act in service of the statements that the author is trying to make. Which is interesting because I like the magic and the world building so much more because that interests yeah. me. 
a lot more because I don't really care about politics <laughs> and like commentary on social societal things like that's just not me yeah but give me a cool magic system babes I'm all in which is awesome and it's so cool that one genre can do so many different things for different types of people absolutely yeah so getting into recommendations my first recommendation if you're just looking to explore a new genre I would recommend Tress of the Emerald Sea by Brandon Sanderson. It is in his larger, like, multiverse called the Cosmere. However, it works so well as a standalone. You really can read it on its own and just get everything you need to out of it. As far as the plot goes, it's inspired by the Princess Bride, but it's if the female lead actually did something because I guess he and his wife were watching the princess bride together during COVID and his wife was like buttercup doesn't really do anything in this and she was kind of disappointed and then that started his wheels turning and then he wrote Tress so the basic premise is that this girl named Tress leaves her quiet life on an island to rescue her friend slash true love when he gets lost at sea and it's pirates adventure um it's just funny like the writing is so cute Aww. and it works really well as a standalone it has some inspiring themes but it's also not too deep if you're looking for a little bit of a lighter read okay yeah yeah so that is my first recommendation if you're just looking for a good kind of intro to fantasy or intro to brandon sanderson either one i think tress is a great starting place when i first saw tress like the cover yeah. like trees of the emerald sea okay <laughs> that's so interesting no yeah. it's, it's just my dyslexia so a lot of people have said that to me so i i don't think you're alone okay okay Whew. next recommendation if you're looking to get into a series i would recommend mistborn also by brandon sanderson i promise these aren't all gonna be brandon sanderson rex just these first two but it's because he's really good at what he does Mistborn also the first book does work well as a standalone but I think that the first three books in that series there's like a couple different eras with time jumps but the first three books in the Mistborn series are just a perfectly done epic fantasy trilogy. So the basic premise it's a heist story which is really fun. And it follows Vin, a teenage girl who lives on the streets in the capital city of this dystopian society. The other character it follows is Kelsier, who is the charismatic leader of a thieving crew. And there's lots of political intrigue, magic, a really cool magic system. Brandon Sanderson is really well known for his almost scientific magic systems. Like they're very detailed and well thought out. And this is definitely Mm -hmm. one of those. And then there's also really cool character growth and relationships. Cute. Yeah. Okay, next recommendation is Circe by Madeline Miller. It's Greek mythology inspired. It's a retelling of the story of Circe, who is one of the villains in the Odyssey, which is where Odysseus and his men go on this big adventure and everything. And at one point in the story, they stop at Cersei's island, and she's kind of a villain. She, like, turns them into pigs and stuff. Oh, get yeah. It. Yeah, so this is a feminist retelling of that story, and it's so beautiful and thought-provoking. I really loved it. The first, like, 50% 
was three stars for me. Okay. And then the next 25% bumped it up to four stars. And the last 25% moved it so solidly into five star territory. Like I was weeping by the end of it. Yeah. It's so beautiful. It's really good. I went to DI and I was like, wait, is that Cersei? Oh my gosh. Wait, is that $2? Yeah, I'm getting it. Good. Uh, Yeah, definitely read it. You would love it. My next recommendation is called Shadow of the Gods by John Gwynn. This is pretty different from the other ones I've recommended in that it's Viking fantasy. So it's very like adventure and warriors. It's very dark. Um, it's Viking slash Nordic inspired, but it's not necessarily Norse mythology. Like they have kind of their own gods in the story but it's just all these vikings and so it's set a couple hundred years after the death of the gods in this world which were these spooky giant animal gods and there's still some magic but it's kind of about the societies that have developed in the absence of these gods and the three characters that it follows first one is a woman who's retired from her life as a mercenary and settled down with her son and husband The second one is another woman who's doing really well in her mercenary band and kind of hitting her stride there. And then the third character it follows is a man who escaped slavery and joins a different mercenary band and is learning how to fight. And so it's these really cool, complex characters in this really cool world in magic. And it's just a lot of fun. I don't know. It just all works so well, especially so it is written by a man. But the female characters are incredible. Really? Yeah. Which, when I say that, I just mean he writes them like he would any other human. And that, for some reason, is too much to ask from some male authors. (laughs) But it's so refreshing to just see these, like, awesome warrior women. Yes. They're so cool. So, I will... Especially, because it's written by a man. Exactly, Yeah. I will warn you that it's very violent and like gory and very descriptive of how violent it is. So just be aware of that going into it, but it's really cool. Okay. I have three more recommendations before we get to Romanticy. So my next track is called Babel by R.F. Kuang, and it's kind of historical fantasy, speculative fiction. It follows members of Oxford's Translation Institute during the Victorian era. And the Translation Institute is the source of a lot of the magic in the world. And it's this really cool magic system based on the concept that there is always a loss of meaning when you translate something. And so the magic is centered in capturing that lost meaning. So magic is definitely a means to an end in this book. It feels like a pretty minor element of the book because of all the different ideas it explores. So the book is about translation and colonialism and violence and different cultures and privilege and power and just kind of exploitative systems. Okay. And the magic system is kind of a way of exploring those concepts. Anyway, it's really cool. That is really cool. It's super well thought out. It's very bleak, but also very thought provoking. Yes. Yeah. It just made me think so much. Yes. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Like after you read Babel, you're like, what did I just read? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
And R.F. Kuang also wrote The Poppy War, which is another really popular fantasy. I think it's a trilogy. I think so. I really want to read it, but I'm honestly kind of scared to because of the emotional damage that Babel did. (laughs) I have heard The Poppy War is the same way. No. I want to read that too, but I'm not ready. I know. I know. Rebecca Kuang just like is so smart and has so much poignant commentary to make about society. And she just does it in these ways that just, like, wreck you. But it's really cool. And I'm glad she's doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Next recommendation is Ninth House by Lee Bardugo. So this is the same author who wrote Shadow and Bone and Six of Crows. Yes. Um, But this is adult fantasy and it's dark academia. And it's in a real-world modern setting, which is kind of cool. So it follows Alex Stern, who got caught up in drug dealing as a teenager and was the sole survivor of a multiple homicide. And then in the aftermath of that, so this is when it picks up, she was offered a full ride to Yale and a second chance at life. The catch was that she had to join the Yale secret society that monitors the school's other secret societies and their occult activities. Oh. So... It's very dark, very vibey, very spooky. A good October book. Yeah, it would be an amazing read around Halloween time. Yes, yes. Um, there's really cool relationship dynamics, and there's lots of big plot twists and fun reveals. Ooh. My last recommendation is The Spear Cuts Through Water by Simon Jimenez. And Honestly, you should just go into this totally blind. <laughs> really? Is so I'll describe it. I won't necessarily give you the premise because I honestly think it's better to just figure it out as you go along. But it's one of the most gorgeous and artful books I've ever read. And it's told from third person, first person, and second person perspective. So that takes a lot of skill. Yes, it is crazy. And it'll switch between, yeah, like, he did this, I did this, you did this. Like, it it switches That's between really all cool. of those in yeah. this really cool way. And you really, once you start piecing together what's going on, it is so cool. I took and... a creative writing class in college, and we had to do an activity where we wrote a story, like a page story and then we had to change the perspective so if you were like oh, third yeah. person you write first and vice versa yeah. no one really did second person because it's yeah really weird yeah and it's weird but it was hard like yeah I it would be easy it was not totally so I have a lot of respect for Simon yeah no it was amazing um also very confusing but you figured it out I don't know it it didn't take long to get into the groove of it. Okay. So more kind of descriptions of it. There's very rich imagery. Okay, this sounds so cheesy and stupid, but this is really the best way that I could think of to put it is it feels like a song. Like when you're in it, there are just all these visual and auditory and just beautiful that. elements communicating the story and the themes and yeah. Like, the only way I can describe it is it really fills up your brain the way a song does. That's really cool. Um, That's awesome. I've never had a book do that. Right. Right. Yeah, it's so cool. Um, There's beautiful relationships and character development. 
it made me cry so much and it is is so no it really is not hard to do but it made me cry so much (laughs) (laughs) and I wrote down in my notes it is so 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 beautiful got a one recommendation for normal fantasy it's called foundry side Zoran recommended it our queen Mm literally she's perfect yeah she's so perfect the only thing is the third book i couldn't really get through oh no (laughs) but that's because yeah yeah i won't spoil it okay but i the magic system is like so intriguing to me it was like nothing i've ever come across before it was like you it's called scribing and you like write symbols Mm -hmm. on this on an object okay it like does different things so like bullet can be scribed thinking it's going down yeah going against gravity like 100 miles per hour and so it goes Uh way faster it's like way more oh cool really cool magic system and the characters are interesting yeah and i really like the first two books and the third one i have yet to get through but that's okay okay Okay, cool. That's good to know, though. Bennett, I think. Okay. Yeah, I really enjoyed the first two. I'll let you know when I'm done with the third. Perfect. (laughs) That's awesome. We'll see. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right. So this next section is going to be Beginner's Guide to Romanticy, which is my favorite genre. And, of course, we're going to have to start with our favorite, Akatar. Akatar. I mean, it's what got me into romanticy. I think it has a really good base level for like what to expect with romanticy. Yeah. Yeah. It's about a human girl named Farah who has a chance to go live in the world of the Fae, which is short for fairies. But listen, you just you gotta get over it. It's giving elves. Like it's not it's not like Tinkerbell fairies, yeah. Elves from Lord of the Rings, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, it has a really good romance. I loved it. I ate it up. It was so good. But you do have to read at least two books. There are four books and a novella, but you have yeah. to read at least the first two. Otherwise, that's like absolutely illegal. Yeah, it has really good characters and the character development, especially in the fourth book was just amazing and like blew both of us away the romantic elements of the plots of the second and fourth are both so good yeah but for me the fourth ended up being my favorite a court of silver flames because of the character development and the female friendship i feel like both were so well done and just inspiring and really good yeah Absolutely. Yes. I just love Akatar and I'm obsessive about it. It's very compelling, like a compelling world. And like there's all these twists and turns and it's taking you on an adventure. And I love it. Yes. Yeah. I think also reading the Akatar series, I thought that Sarah J. Mass was really good at romance. And only kind of good at fantasy, but it didn't matter because the romance was so good. But I have since read her Throne of Glass series. Not the whole thing. I'm halfway through. I guess we said that earlier in the episode. 
she is good at fantasy. She just chose yeah. not to focus on it in yes. Akatar. But the, I don't know, just her world building. And she also has kind of a multiverse where they all connect and everything. And it is so good and so cool. And I think holds up to any, you know, major fantasy author that's trying to do that sort yeah. of thing. Yes. Okay. The next recommendation is our favorite. Well, you haven't read it, so just kidding. One of my favorites. Yeah. The Cruel Prince. And that trilogy follows um human sisters, mostly Jude, who is kidnapped as children and brought to live with the Fae. Again, fairies, giving elves, though. And it's a lot of court politics. You do have to go into it realizing cool. slowest burn slow slow burn yeah oh i know it's sad it's sad but the payout is so good the payout is so good yeah and jude tries to win her place in the high court of the fae of elfheim and like how she like fits in she wants to be a knight and then it takes her in like this different direction cool it's really cool i really liked it it's definitely enemies to lovers which we all love we love we eat and yeah the first book honestly i didn't love oh really i really only continued it because the fan art is so beautiful <laughs> I love that? that. I that's love so that. weird that's so but then the second book was good and the third book i really really liked cool so good i'm a sucker for the romance and the first book is mostly like longing stares yeah so it's hard real. to like do in a book yeah so, it was yeah. just like a little silly, but yeah. it's really good and you need to read it. Okay. It's the slow burn. Okay. Perfect. No, it's on my list for sure. Okay. Good. The next one, everyone and their mom has been talking about this. If you haven't heard of Fourth Wing, what are you doing <laughs> with your life? Yeah. You need to read it. Um, The next book, Iron Flame, comes out in 91 days. I'm not counting. Why would you say yeah. that? That's yeah. so weird. Anyways, it follows Violet, which is my middle name, so I already yeah connection. I love it. Yeah, as she goes through a war college for dragon riders, it's basically like Divergent, but mm-hmm. like with dragons. Yeah, that's the simplest way you can explain it. Yeah, it has lots of action, political intrigue, world building. And of course, romance, enemies to lovers. I really liked how the enemies piece was done. So I yeah. read some books where they start off as enemies just because of like a stupid misunderstanding or they just get off on the wrong foot. And those are never as compelling as the stories like this when they have really good reasons to like want to kill each other. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Guys, you have to read it. And it like sucks you in because... I watched a TikTok that said most books have, like, the first 10% is, like, the old world. And then it kind of walks oh, you through. Yeah. This book yeah. right in the parapet. Like, it jumps you It right throws in. you right. It Like, it picks up so fast. Yes. Yeah, But absolutely. it's not, like, a confusing right. Yes. Like, yeah. she did it really, I really liked her. It's, like, it, action yes. throws you in. Yeah. Yes yeah and so yeah. I thought that was cool and I haven't seen that done in a book before so I like totally talking. yeah and it's really cool because the author is Rebecca Yaros and this is she's an established romance author but this mm-hmm. is her first fantasy because yeah I went tell. into this with really low expectations for the fantasy element 
Yeah. But I thought it was so good and it really held its own. I like it was really I well done. the world building and yes. the way the fantasy story developed. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. My best friend read it. Hi, Allison. And she is such a slow reader when it comes to books. Like she finished The Secret Life of Addie LaRue in a year. Like <laughs> she's so slow. And she read Fourth Wing in a week. Yeah. Like it's it's simply crack. It's so good. It's so good. Yes. Okay. And then my next recommendation is Dance with Thieves. It is a duology. It's really good. It's a YA and it follows Kazi and Jace. Jace is the prince of a kingdom and Kazi's a thief and like works for the queen of a rival kingdom. And they have like forced proximity and it gives medieval England vibes, Fun. but in the best ways. I love that. I really liked it. Enemies to lovers for sure. Yeah, it was just really cute. The only bad thing is it doesn't really have a fan base. And that's hard for oh, me. Oh, that is hard. Because part of what's so fun is the community and like yes. the fan art and the discussions and the, yeah. you know, online discourse and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The memes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this doesn't really have any and it's sad. So yeah. Raise awareness for Dance okay, of Thieves. Okay, okay, Dance of Thieves. And we'll we'll get we'll get more. But yeah, okay. I really enjoyed it. The second book was also really good. Good. Thieves. And it like finished nicely. And the author, she also does Kiss of Deception, if you heard of that. I haven't read it yet. Okay, I haven't. Well, heard I'm of like twenty percent in, so it lies. Nice. But <laughs> it follows it's in the same world. So okay, cool. Follows a different character, so yeah, it's cool. Cool. I like that. Cool. And then my last recommendation, Divine Rivals, guys. This is mm. also good. This is another YA. Um, it's giving World War Two, like nineteen forties, but also okay. one like in the trenches. Oh, okay. Not like nuclear bombs, you know. Okay, fair. Trenches vibes. No Oppenheimer. <laughs> no Oppenheimer, only Barbie. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Barbie. No Barbie. <laughs> no Barbie in this. Ugh, rip. But it's about a war of like gods. And I think Rebecca Ross could have done a better job explaining the gods' situation and why okay. they were fighting. Because I didn't really yeah. get it. But also, I don't get a lot of things. So <laughs> I just kind of like, oh, I don't get it. Oh, well. Honestly, that is such a good skill when you're reading because I feel like you need to do that at some point with a lot of books. A lot of fantasy books. That's so true. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I feel like she could have felt like she could have polished it up a little better, but the romance Fair. was really good. Good. Okay. Um, it focuses on a journalist named Iris who's trying to get a promotion and she works with this guy who's her rival academic rivals of course yeah and, i love uh, it they banter and it's hilarious and then she like goes off to be a journalist in the war and then it like picks up but it cool. also has like anonymous pen pals and magical typewriters okay which is like kind of interesting but it works really well with the story That's so, so fun. cute and cute. you see, like their letters and they like write through letters and it's just so darling i love that i love it's that so really much. really good except it Fun. ends on a cliffhanger <gasps> no. like a the hanger. i literally cried 
<laughs> not a bad one. Oh my just gosh. A bad one. Yeah. Oh so no. Sad. And I have to wait till December. Oh my gosh. Okay. The next one. Except Rebecca, she was like, it was supposed to come out in March next year. Yeah. But she was like, oh my gosh, you guys have been so good and like love this book. So she moved it up? She moved it up. Cute. Wait, like, that's Rebecca, so cute. I love her. you. That's amazing. So yeah, those are my recommendations. And I'm just kind of starting getting into reading, so I still have a lot more to go. But I've loved the ones I've read so far. I love it. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. And yeah, we hope you got some good recommendations. If you follow us on Instagram at shelfcare.pod, feel free to DM or comment your best fantasy recommendations. Yes. And we'll post them and start discussions. Yay. Okay, cool. Well, see you later. Bye. Bye.